Diddle-a-dum-dum, British Strongman Podcast. Welcome back, Shane. We've had a little bit of a hiatus for a couple of uh, couple of weeks, so uh, apologies apologies for my um, my part in that. I'll, I'll go into it in a minute because I think it'll be quite a nice little little topic um, to get us back into it. But anyway, what have you been up to, mate? You've um, I see you you you're covering a bit quite a bit on your, your nutrition and your um, on your stories and stuff and yeah. what, like what what you're doing because I think one of the li- li- last episodes where we were both at about 88 89 body weight weren't we, we were both similar and I think you yeah. you've chosen to go up and I've chosen to continue to go down haven't I? so oh well I haven't I didn't mean to go up to be honest um but so yeah basically I got to I got to 88 and then um I decided I tried to a few nutrition coaches and stuff and they all kind of convinced me to move my eating window around. Instead of doing the fasting, they wanted me to, they were like, you should start eating your meals throughout the day and, you know, eat this before you train, drink this during training, eat this after training, and it'll help you continue getting down uh, faster. So I was like, right, all right, fair enough. I've done this fasting since, you know, 103 kilo. I'll, I'll mix it up a bit, see what happens. Genuinely, in fucking eight to ten days, I put on eight kilo, just like like that. Um, not not bad weight either. Like I think I was like, I must have been really flat and depleted and not really known, and I just filled out and got like really like load, loads more vascular and just looked like a different person. But went from eighty eight and a half to ninety six kilo. Um, and yeah, just, I don't really know what to, what to say, but I'll be honest with you. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I sustained the diet for eight weeks, uh, for eight weeks, eight days. And then I just, I just hated it to be honest with you. Whereas when I was doing my fasting protocol, I didn't feel like I was trying. So I went back to my fasting protocol about five days ago and now I'm back down to 93 again. Um, so yeah, because for, for me, basically, I'm training at about um, two two o'clock ish, maybe maybe some, sometimes earlier. Like it just depends. I'm trying to train early, so so basically, if I was eating this pre workout meal, they were telling me to do at ten, then I'm drinking this intra drink at you know twelve one o'clock whenever I train, and then this post workout meal. Um, it meant that I'd condensed half my day's calories before kind of three o'clock. And then it meant I was eating like a peasant till I, I stay up till 1am. 1, 1 so it's quite a stretch. Uh, so basically come come nine at night, I couldn't concentrate on work. I couldn't focus. I felt like shit. And I just wanted to fucking eat some So I decided that this lifestyle ain't for me. At the end of the day, I'm trying to live a balanced lifestyle between work, training and, uh, you know, enjoying myself with Shannon and whatnot. So the fasting for me, has that balance so I've gone back to it so I'm going to continue going back down because the goal was to sit 85-ish to be honest with you I didn't want to go up to 96, 97 Uh, it was a complete mistake the thing is the interesting thing though Josh the calories didn't change nothing changed apart Hmm. from nutrient timing so I don't I can't really understand the only other thing it could be 
is there is a lot of fake gear going around in the country at the moment. And I did change my testosterone brand. So whether that had something to do with it and maybe the last one was underdosed and this one's properly dosed and I gained a lot of water weight, I don't really know. But something strange happened, mate, and I blew up. Yeah. So so any, anyway, like we're, bo- we're both um, kind of gone through a bit of a phase of like you seem to be almost like a big reset and a big like you know say uh, change changing your stuff with your health markers and getting getting you getting everything in balance so so basically you can do everything as a like be healthy do your sport and business and with me obviously I've got family in there like with that with Elsie and that which obviously you have with Shannon and that so but it's all like a big balancing act isn't it and that's why for for me like the last I suppose with what the last two or three weeks that we've missed on the podcast, like because we're both, um, I suppose, what did we do? Like fifty-seven weeks in a row, or something, something ridiculous. Um, yeah. But, and the thing is, you you text me saying uh, you have to miss it, but I remember then both them days you text me, I was rushing around trying to get stuff fitted in for it. So when you text me, I'll be honest with you, I was there was a slight sigh of relief. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's just a bit of a juggling act, isn't it? And yeah. Well, that's it. And for me, it it is like, well, let's talk about let's talk about anxiety, right? And I've been like, I, I wouldn't say like we, we don't, don't really talk about mental health on here, and it's not something that I'm like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I suffer from anxiety like a lot of people do. I would say that I manage anxiety. And say that it's it's always there for me, like underlying, and it can flare up in certain situations or whatever. And it's ne- it, it's never a problem because, like, I've always like for the last couple of years, I've always been aware of the triggers and aware of the situations. And you know, a little bit like people think I'm weird when they come to the gym, and and they're like, I've bit, built a gym for me to train outside of my gym, and that is literally for the you know we've we've touched on it before about you know like say so we don't have to switch between training mode and coaching people and blah 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 but anyway like say say the big thing with me with uh i suppose everything really is like 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 training and getting better and development like i always look at like the holistic approach and like it is, it might say, obviously it sounds ridiculous, but people will be able to relate, I'm sure. But like for the last, for the last whatever four or five weeks, I've had a lot of like we've moved house a few months ago, and we've uh, had a lot of work going on at the house, new like bathroom being done and kitchen being done, and um, it was meant to take a week, and then it's been dragged out over four, and then every day we've been like say delayed and let down by different people in and out the house and going going home to chill out and get my ducks in a row and there's someone else in the house so I can't discuss stuff and molly and get things off my chest and just basically like an underlying thing like an underlying cloud that's not so bad but I just know for me it just if I've got something like that underlying or like a big thing going on like my ability to manage like little things that are kind of usually just irrelevant and you're just taking your stride just 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 come down so like my my timings were all were all squeezed and 
I thought, right, do I need to do like if I do if if I do the if I do the podcast episode, then I'm not going to be able to train, and then I'm going to have to get up on Wednesday an hour earlier, and then I'm not going to be able to do my like. They just basically. Yeah. They just, just I'm, I'm basically, the exact same. It's uh, I think that doing what we do, you got to have like a bit of a tight schedule, aren't you? And if one yeah, thing because can, because with me and you, that's what makes us tick, isn't it? Like if we yeah. weren't like that, we'd be fucking bored, wouldn't we? But you, but you're walking a tightrope. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of people, yeah, you throw one thing in really there, like, domino effect. It like affects yeah. the, the whole week, like, and and yeah, and then something's got something's got to give. And unfortunately, the podcast's the uh, thing we do for a bit of fun in it. So that's the thing that's got a well, it's got to give on it. Well, that's it. And, and and it gave the last two or three weeks. And I'm looking back now. I'm coming to catch up with you today. And like we're both like I've messaged you out of the blue. I've actually got my work finished early today. You've got a little window where you've got a bit of free time. So we're meant to do it at three and we're like an hour and a bit. Early. Like it just it just shows that we're actually taking the foot off the gas as like allowed allowed well me for sure in the last couple of weeks to get realigned with everything and I just I just feel like we've got the kitchen sorted so like my training's been better like blah 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 and it's just it, it, it it's just um and the, the kitchen's like maybe sounds like a ridiculous example if you can't relate but it's just like a big thing that's over oh it, you, you can't you can't avoid but Anyway, you know what I mean. Mate, I lived um, in a, a flipping building site for six months. I know what yeah, it's like. Yeah, a nightmare, isn't it? And, and basically, like, relying on other people and then getting let down and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, and then blah. there's, like, you've got the schedule, haven't you? Like, this guy's yeah. got to do this job before this guy can do that job. And if he fucks yeah, up, then exactly. this guy can't come. And then it adds three weeks on and it's an absolute stress. Yeah. So, actually reflecting on it from a coach, because we both pride ourselves as, as coaches... Like what I what I've actually done in the last couple of weeks that I'm proud of in ref, reflecting back on was like I've I just haven't had enough time to train. So I've stuck to my route, I've stuck to my routine. I haven't missed a session. Um, but my training time had to be condensed. Like sometimes I'll be training for three and a half, four hours. I've been down for like an hour session for the last couple of weeks. And I've had to, instead of doing five or six, seven exercises, I've prioritized my two most important ones like i've looked at my big goals in this phase of the last two or three weeks and i'm thinking what what is my big goal of this phase am i building my deadlift am i building moving events like what is my big goal my big goal is actually just getting my fucking my body weight down and sticking to my nutrition plan so i've been nailing my nutrition plan as like the as the priority and like training going on in the background just kind of uh ticking over so I've been I've been consistent I've been engaged with the program of you know like say I've been looking forward to my meals and focusing on that as my focus in between dealing with the 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 shit of all of other stuff going on um so that's kept me kept me engaged um I've sat, how's your shoulder going on it's um it's not it's not as well it's not it was clicking every time I raised my raised my right arm overhead. Every time I locked out, like even when I did what did I do ten sets of ten last week strict press, and like every rep, like all hundred reps, it was just crunching to get the lockout. 
Whereas this week, it's the overhead position isn't crunching, so I'm pleased. So I did a, a better set of log yesterday. Um, like I was failing at like 90 for five last week. I did 100 for five yesterday. That was all right. Um, just the rack position feels weak on the right side. Like I'm struggling to to keep it up as well. But but a lot more positive, and especially considering that that's my lift that I'm. I know I was going to drop off as I drop body weight. So my, I was 84 this morning. Um, so I'm getting, I'm getting down to what my, to, to near my goal right now. Uh, but anyway, so for the last couple of weeks, like with, when I couldn't train quite as, quite as much and quite, quite as hard. So there were a few things that, again, a lot of people are going to be alienated by this and just think it's fucking boring. But the proof is in the pudding with me and you, like in terms of, like we treat everything as a whole and we, do, we don't just look at the, the, the little kind of fine details. We look at like, say the big picture and, you know, like say you, you were resetting all your health markers and blah, 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 changing your nutrition. Right. So a few things that I've, I've worked on the last couple of weeks when I couldn't train as much was the last, last week I decreased my, my screen time on my phone in the evening I got that down by 25% over the last couple of weeks um, in order to improve my, my sleep. My sleep, I've managed to get my sleep up from averaging just below six hours a couple of months ago. The last two weeks, I've managed just over eight hours. And I just can't, I can't believe how... I, I just can't believe I've done it. Like looking back to say three or four months ago, it was, it was something that I was really struggling with. So like I'm, I'm waking up in the morning, like I basically organized my work so I can start a little bit later in the morning. You know, it, it, from what you said, actually, Shane, the other week, and you said, you know what? I don't set alarms. I don't want to set alarms. And I thought, you know what? Fucking brilliant. Cause when, it, cause I realized that, that that's another little trigger for me is like, Say I've got to be up in the morning, I set an alarm in the morning, I fucking wake up about four times in the night thinking my alarm's going off, like shit scared of sleeping in. Do you read much or not? Um, like, yeah, but on my on my phone. That's all right. Ah. I've had a, a sleep smarter. 21 strategies to improve your sleep. I've only had a, I've only had a flick through it. I got recommended it. I've had a flick through it, a bit of a skim read. I'm going to start it soon, but that's supposed to be really good. And it's got some quite good things in there. That, uh, and it mentions the screen time and stuff in there. Uh, on your, on your phone. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm reading that because since I've been using this whoop tracker for my sleep, oh yeah, uh, my sleep's, uh, I'm getting the time to sleep but not enough time in deep sleep. So yeah, I'm going to try and uh, get that up. Um, but to be honest with you, since uh, just getting a bit of a better routine with my, my life, so to speak, yeah, and being able to go to... Because usually I think the reason why I would struggle to sleep is because I'd be thinking about the things I had to do the yeah. next day. And removing that for me has helped a lot because... I've got a bit of a better schedule as to what's going on. Like I know I'm going to bed. Like I know what I'm doing tomorrow. I've got it all mapped out in, in line. Yeah. And I can sleep. Whereas usually I'd be thinking like, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. I'm trying to put it in a certain way. Yeah, order. I'll, I'll think I'm knackered now. I'm fucked. I've worked hard. I'll, uh, I'll I'll sort it out tomorrow. 
Whereas yeah. and it's it's there in your subconscious, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas like so so I, I've I've been wake waking up and then thinking, oh, do I feel like I want to get up? Yeah, well, I'll get up. Or do I feel like I need to rest a bit longer and I'll snooze in bed or whatever? And then I get up and fuck me up. Like I feel, feel loads better. And then early in the week when my when I'm doing my computer when I'm doing my computer work that I've spoken about before. Like, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll have a brew, make my breakfast, and then I'll go on a walk for, like, 30, 35, 40 minutes. So, so for me, that, that was a thing that I've, imp- I've improved over the last couple of weeks. Like, I couldn't get to the gym and spend as much time at the gym, but I improved my steps, and I got my steps up to, like, 13,000 a day, which in January I looked, and it had I've been tracking the last year and I've been averaging 6,000 a day since January, uh, like January to January of the previous year, which is obviously a, a significant uh, increase in improvement. And I just feel like generally healthier, fitter, more mobile, aerobic, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, and again, it's just another thing that kind of man- helps manage the anxiety and keep on top of things. Because you can just put put things put your ducks in a row while you while you do that. Um, yeah, and these are things that these are things that people could take away because a lot of times, like people are scared to step away from um, heavy lifting. Yeah, and they don't realize that you can. Like for example, a guy messaged me this morning. A client messaged me this morning. He's been on comp prep to comp prep to comp prep, like heavy, heavy, heavy training pretty much the whole fucking year to be fair yeah. and he's been in a volume phase for 10 days and i was like we need to strip back lighter uh, obviously pd user as well we need to drop your dosages back and get healthy and get just basically kind of like just getting ready for next year he texted me how long is this phase going to be like because he's already 10 days in and he's already like struggling to you know what's the word commit to the the training block basically and i was just saying to him like you, you need to like look at other things with your performance that you can do like how are you supposed to get better for competitions in like march um april time next year where kind of like qualifiers and stuff open up how are you supposed to get better if you don't take a little bit of a, a step back here and there because you can't just keep pushing forward forward Board, especially with like a PED user because you can't just stay in a high cycle all year you just can't blast all year round it's just you just doesn't work like that uh, you start to feel like shit you start to be really deconditioned so just like something like that as simple as focusing on your steps focusing on moving better focusing on feeling more mobile like you said the crunching in your shoulder and stuff like that like you don't have to progress through load all year round you can progress through a range of motion being less painful or less restricted or being able to do more in a specific amount of time increase your density like you said you did there you condensed your session down to a a time block and we're like i'm going to get this much done in this much time and condensing that down then makes that session aerobic because you're keeping your heart rate elevated for the whole time yeah. and then when you when you transition back to some different I mean, obviously yours is an acute block because of the life situation but let's say you did take 10 i know you're, you're a bit different for you because you're already aerobically fit but somebody that isn't if they took 10 weeks to get and build a base like that yeah when they go to peak there's just going to be so much more potential there but, 
but yeah, but you got to, you got to detach yourself from that yeah specific goal all the time. Like, like like I said, like but even like say you, you're describing like the physiological benefits, but like the mental benefits. Like I just feel like a completely different person today than I have done yeah. the last couple of weeks. I've been going in the gym and like lads who've been training with me, they must have thought my right miserable cunt. Honestly, a bit of just. Just like I haven't been speaking, I'm wanting because my my head's been elsewhere. Um, but like doing doing the other stuff, like last week, for instance, like I couldn't train, so couldn't train for as long. So I did, um, I did a bit, little bit of log five day, five day, five days in a row because like I couldn't go heavy and I was frustrated. So I was like working on my technique. One session working on rack position, doing loads of ten sets of ten five sets of 10 working on like just getting getting loads of like skill skill working that I realized that fuck me when was the last time I worked on my technique I've been hitting like 90% like every Tuesday I've been hitting 90% of my 90% log for about fucking six months and it's just like I've, I haven't been able to work on technique and stuff because I've been so obsessed with shit pushing that that top end up but but anyway like so last week I went to I went to CrossFit on Wednesday and I did an hour session there and I felt I did, just did so much in an hour for the sake of doing some density training led by somebody else it was just absolutely brilliant and I felt felt better afterwards um, and then on Saturday um, I played played a football match played 90 minutes of football couldn't believe how easy it was to complete the match like because I haven't played in God knows how long, but just it was just, just nice having like uh, like having a scrap with someone on pitch. That was good. Like <laughs> going back to going back to my my old old ways. Lad, lad, lad squared up to me and I, gri- I gripped him by his shirt and dumped him on there uh, upside down on the floor, like with his um, with his shirt over his head, and he was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." And, but obviously, he couldn't because his head was uh, stuck in the ground. But it's funny. Um, but, but too just, much strongman power now, Josh. You've got upper body strength now, haven't you? Just, Split jerk into the ground. But just just do it. Just doing like say having a bit of a reset for a couple of weeks. Like just feel feels so much more refreshed and like. Yo, the- do you remember I said to you a couple of weeks ago? It must have been six six or so weeks ago. I said I can't do both. Yeah, I can't train and and it was I, I did it by accident because I thought to myself right I can't do both so I'm gonna lose a lot of weight um and I'm gonna get a load fitter and I'm just gonna be kind of like a general guy who trains looks all right does a bit of training that was my thing but then as I got fitter and as I started um dieting down and losing the weight. And I think I lost a lot of inflammation, which, which helped with my, the feeling in my joints and stuff. I then kept going in the gym and feeling, like you say, class. I, I was training and I felt amazing. And then what I ended up realizing was I was waking up on my rest days, which usually on my rest day, I'd be like, oh, fucking, I'm glad it's a rest day. And I'd be walking around all sore and just hurting and just yeah. lethargic. But I was waking up feeling good. So then I started doing a bit of cardio on my rest days, and then I started, and then I started training on my rest days, um, and then I started. Now I train six days a week, and um, I feel great every time. 
and I just undulate my sessions sometimes if I feel like I can't go as heavy, but I'm still able to get in the gym and I feel energetic. Whereas before it was like the lethargy was holding me back. And I think all these things were adding up like poor nutrition, poor sleep, um, poor management of like inflammation in my body, causing me to have like this brain foggy feeling which meant that I couldn't get as much done. And that didn't just translate over to my training. It translated over to my work. Like I'm able to do more. I'm able to not get as distracted when I'm programming. So I'm able to get more done. So basically now I'm thinking to myself, right, let's not jinx it. You've done this for two two months now. I'm going to start adding in a little bit of strongman stuff, a little bit of strength stuff, but but only like slightly. And I'm looking at it as a long-term thing for like maybe mid next year. And I'm just thinking to myself, maybe I can do both, but I need to not jump in the deep end and just slowly transition. So um, I think that my view on being too busy before was, I kind of said it on my story before, like, I just didn't try hard enough. And now I'm like just trying harder. Like I'm making sure, like I understand why eat affects how I feel. So I can't just eat shit. Uh, just because it's easy um, and also I understand the importance of getting my sleep correct because then I'm going to wake up feeling ready to do stuff instead of feeling like a lethargic mess um, so I'm, I'm hoping that this reset that I'm doing carries over into all aspects of my, of my life it already has carried over to all aspects of my life but I want to make I want to add the strength side back in now because I think of myself I'm in the gym six days a week doing this uh, program I'm following and I'm like all I need to do is drop one day out at a strongman day in and then I'm suddenly training some strongman skill and I was like even if you start an empty yoke usually I'd only train four days anyway so that fifth and sixth session are like extras anyway so I thought to myself let's just start doing some empty yoke empty farmers empty sandbag and light stones on one day a week and um just add weight every week nothing nothing complicated and then just see where it where it takes me uh, because at the moment I'm obviously doing nothing strength wise. So even though eight weeks ago I said I couldn't fit it all in, I've actually taken on more work and training more and managing my time better at the moment. So I think that I just had a very poor, uh, a very poor yeah. schedule. I think before. Yeah, well, and well, that, that's it. And Shane, that that's the thing. Going back to the anxiety thing and managing anxiety and stuff like that—that's the thing. Like. Like last night, for instance, I I just decided that I was going to go for the like the a big deadlift set for well big for me, and um and I just just decided I was going to commit to it. Like I had it, oh, everything sorted. I was really productive. I got everything set up for today. I was ahead of schedule, and for me, that's where I need. That's where I know I need to be when I'm at my best in the gym or I'm performing at the best. It's actually, I'm not one of these that, you know, like people say, get angry, get angry and put some fucking uh, like angry music on and like think dark thoughts and stuff like that. Like, that's not me. If I, if I think stuff like that, I just don't want to fucking train. I don't want to be there. Like training would be at the bottom of my list of things that I'd be motivated to do if I felt like that. So for me, it's about actually being, being happy and being, in control and being fulfilled and being like having things in order and um 
so so getting myself in in like a clear yeah that that's that's a way to say it you know when you've got a clear head like the opposite yeah. of the brain fog that you've that that's what that's when I know I'm at my at my best like in the gym and performance where basically I feel that something shit could happen and I misload the bar or I, I trip up or whatever and I just smile and I laugh and I don't give a fuck and that's where when I know I'm at my best whereas if something like that happened like two weeks ago I'd be freaking out I'd almost be like crying I'd be feeling sick I'd be feeling like oh you know when you just feel like there's like a, a series of events that you feel like bad luck like kind of thing which I don't I, I don't believe in by the way but um but it's how you deal with these things and like I need to be I know that personally I need to be in the right mindset and mind frame to deal with those little things and that's when I'm at the best in the gym you know when you pull up when you're warming up to a big deadlift and you pull whatever 70 percent and it like it doesn't it doesn't feel good bad or indifferent but it, like if you're in that good good mindset to deal with it and clear head like and think logically you're like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how that felt. I'm going to rip this next number up anyway. And I haven't felt like that for like three or four weeks. Like, oh, it's always been like, it's led me down the other way, putting, putting like, anyway, fucking rambling. But you, you get my point. No, no, but, but, but I've, I think- always had, I've always had a, quite a nice mindset towards training, I think, which is just purely out of probably arrogance but even if I do a shit say I'm, say I'm going for 300 dead and I pull 270 and it feels hard I never it doesn't even cross my mind I never ever go oh god that was that was that was hard I'm done if I'm going to pull 300 my mindset always shifts to that was hard but it's probably because you thought it was going to be easy 300 is going to be better than this and that that mental switch there for me helps me perform um and back back when I was a bit younger, I used to not be able to do that. I used to pull 270 and I'd if it was hard and I was going 300, I'd be so anxious and like nervous because I'd basically be convinced I was going to fail, but I was going to like try it anyway. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. It would never go well, basically. But when I have that arrogant mindset of, no, no, you can yeah. do this. You didn't because I, I think I've just learned that over time because oftentimes my last warm up is worse than my top set. Yeah, and I, I always convince myself that that is going to be the case. I go into the warm up going, "This is probably going to be shit" because it fucking just always is. Um, and then ne- never having that negative feedback in your brain, I think, helps you uh, extract your strength better. Yeah, yeah, De- definitely. Um, completely agree. Right, so. Anyway, I've had a good, good bit of a catch up. One look, one little thing that I want to I want to mention on one of the recent podcasts we said about um, people asking about comps and uh, listing comps and stuff. And there was the cleanandpress.co.uk that has since been they've they've taken it down. The ladies stopped doing it or whatever. But in its place, there's um, if you go to strengthregister.com um, and have a look on Instagram, there's going to be well, there there is um, there, just have a look at the site. Go and have a look at the site, and that's going to be the the go to resource for it's building up resource for uh, all competitions. You're going to put results on there, um, like eventually 
going to look at other services on there. But I think every everybody in the the strongman community needs to um, go to that, visit it, register it in your head. All promoters need to go to that and register. It's I think it's really dead dead simple and dead easy design to upload um, like competition details and stuff. And um, we, we were saying the other week about there needs to be like a central resource where as the go-to place for, you know, where events like comp dates coming up and, and like a results database. So uh, I think this is going to be a ma massive step in the right direction. Um, so everybody go to that, like it, like it on Instagram, all promoters go to that and, um, and, and just, I don't know too much about it. That's why I'm uh, waffling a little bit, but I know what it is and the, the purpose of what it's going to do. And it's already got loads of dates on there and stuff because people, people no doubt ask you all the time, oh, where can I see, um, where can I see comps or pe people who are coaches who listen to this, like people ask you all the time, oh, where, where do, where do I find out about comps? And like, um, I think, this is going to be this is going to be great because obviously you get a lot of comps on Facebook events, don't you? Whereas not everybody's on Facebook and blah 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 blah. So use this as you go to um, check on, on well, something. I may as well plug this while while we're here. Not that it, not that, not that I get anything from it, but um, in the next maybe the start of next week, I'm going to share a post that's going to be uh, an ebook that is completely free to download and it's for we're going to like put loads of ads out on it i'm going to put a lot of money into it and get loads of ads around the uk and it's just going to be a free ebook to download for people to get into strongman so they're going to be able to literally pop the details in download an ebook and it'll have three training days in a commercial gym and then one training day in a strongman gym and then we've added to our website a strongman gyms locator so that people can who get the ebook can look on their for a local strongman gym and it's got we've got like 10 or 15 added at the moment harry's still kind of plodding through them and they're going to be able to basically pick a gym uh, it'll say on the website how much a day passes and how much it is to you know what equipment they've got and stuff and then there's one event training session a week which they're going to be able to hopefully travel to a strongman gym to do meet some people and the idea is to basically just get people involved in the sport uh, you know introduce people to it so when i get that post out if anyone listening can share it tag anyone who might be interested um put a lot of effort into the ebook as well it's absolutely class um go it's kind of like breaks down all technique over like um things like 10 weeks long breaks down technique on loads of different stuff gives you gym gym stuff to do in your commercial gym that you can then take away and apply to like basically teaching you like log mechanics in the gym for you to apply to the log when you do it on the weekend and stuff so hopefully that's going to be um helpful just to get some new people involved in the sport sounds fucking brilliant mate sounds brilliant right nice one so I'll see you next week yeah yeah next week all right brilliant excellent Boom. nice catch up see you in a bit diddly dum dum